Are we ready? Here we go. Good morning, everyone. It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. So much to talk about with Wealth Wellness Wednesday. But first off, this is Carol. So, aka Nani Boss, <laughs> live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. And yes, Wealth Wellness Wednesday on this Wednesday, February 15th. Um, doom and gloom here in uh, the Northeast, but it's supposed to perhaps get up to, <coughs> excuse me, 58, 59 degrees. So um, for those viewing this video or watching us live, um, that is why my my lighting situation is really off but you know we always say we don't let those things um stop us nor should they yeah and what i tell people is turn on lights you know you create your own sunshine if you will uh and i just just got an alert elon musk hopes to have a twitter ceo toward the end of the year i don't know why that it came up but it just did uh, there we go. And our hearts and prayers go to uh, Michigan State University uh, with the tragic shooting there. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. You know, these are just some of the main alerts that are coming up. You know, I guess they don't really know too, too much information. Um, and from what I understand, is I think it's three that succumb to their injuries there. Yes. And, yeah. and there's like five or six, five or six that are, that are, you know, people are hoping and praying that they come through it. And, you know, these tragedies, in in some regards, you're, oh, you get numb to them. And we the, the point being with Wealth Wellness Wednesday and having that mindset is you don't want to become numb to it. We don't want it to be the norm, even though, sadly, that seems like what's going on when you hear about these things. And it also incites this other emotion of, you know, is it, is it the suspect? Is it the gun? And the one piece I have to say that doesn't uh, necessarily come up as the first headliner, because we know when things are reported in the news, there's usually a narrative, sadly, they just don't report the news, is mental illness. Mental illness is a key piece and probably the biggest piece to these tragedies that occur. And the lack and the continued lack of support, lack of avenues to help those people. A lot of times these people will go seek help and it's like jumping through hoops to get an appointment, jumping through hoops um, that their family even understands what they're going through. And in no, in no way, shape or form does it defend what anyone that is suffering from a mental illness when they go and do these horrific, horrendous acts. So I don't want, to give you the wrong impression on that. But I do believe that there is enough evidence that shows that we're not doing our part as a country, as a nation, to recognize the issues of mental illness. More so now, on a, on a very smaller scale, we are finding out more and more the evidence of the frustration of children that were really good stellar students that with the lockdown and the remote learning, how depression's on the rise. They're not living up to their expectation because now they're in this defunct mode because they feel like, gosh, you know, going to school, everything was so easy. And now, you know, two years of that and now trying to, you know, renegotiate back into the system. And they're really seeing some really adverse effects 
on children's development, as well as a high anxiety level, a high depression level that are really wreaking the high school age, you know, like I would say like, you know, pre-high school age, all the way up through high school ages of, you know, feeling that depression. You have that going, uh, the lockdowns force the issue of people being depressed. And then you add that, like you say, with a doom and gloom kind of a gray day uh, is a, cotton, uh, a horrible recipe cocktail for an unproductive human being that may be seeking help and just can't get it. So, I mean, it, it is a sad situation. You know, you wonder when is it gonna stop? When are we gonna recognize that in order to prevent a lot of things from occurring, you gotta get to the root of the problem. Just like we talked about with health and wellness, you talk about people that overeat and obesity will get to the root of the problem. They're emotional eaters. Everyone emotionally eats, get to the root of the problem. People that suffer from depression, that now all of a sudden, you know, you're finding more and more, what are the signs? Are they secluding themselves in a room? Are they just only engaged on their social media? Are they uh, distracted? Are they aloof? Uh, do you not find that you have conversations one-on-one? -on -one? Do they not even look at you in the eye? Are they hung up in their bunker, which is their safe surrounding of their room? Uh, these are all definite signs of somebody suffering. And I think people need to be more mindful. People need to be more aware and don't be afraid to ask the question, are you okay? Is something bothering you? What can I do to help you? Do you think you need counseling? Let's talk about what's bothering you. It's like a, a subject that people just don't want to open up the can of worms. Right, you know, and I think I may have shared this last year, you know, and it brings to mind um, someone that I know that while I was on a, <laughs> a call with a group of people, um, you know, before we talk about the subject at hand, we all do a quick check-in, say, hey, oh, yeah, I'm doing great. This is what's happening today. It's cold, you know, whatever it may be. And we were all um, taken off by, God, you know, it, it, it just happened out of the blue. And this person said, well, you know, I feel very depressed. I feel very down, like I'm going to do something and we were we of course were all very shocked and stunned we all took a breath and the person who was leading the conversation handled it um so amazingly well under because you know here we are live on this zoom call i've never experienced anything like that before and for she like you know spoke to the person not at them because a lot of times when we speak at someone there's there's a difference um <clears throat> and remain very calm remain very postured and um you know things work out okay but you know when you find yourself in that situation where where you're saying you know it's okay to ask them are they okay it's completely okay to do that. And when they respond in a way that perhaps you don't expect, you really have to think on your toes and remain calm and say, okay, let's talk through this. Um, and that's, that is something I will never, ever forget. 
Well, it really puts it in such a light because that's the question that's not usually asked. It's usually what's going on, you know, um, why are you doing A, B, or C, or D? Instead of the simple question, are you okay? That simplicity statement question will undoubtedly really register with most, not all, but it will register with the many because you're not asking them specifically why they're acting away or what they're doing. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you so you know, negative all the time? What, just get out of your funk. You're just keeping it simple and saying, are you okay? And that simplicity, I think, really puts that person you know, automatically at ease because they're, you know, you're asking specifically a question and that's the, probably the first response, no, I'm not. And that takes bravery, that takes you know, real raw courage because it's not easy to admit, I'm not okay. And a lot of people don't know even how to express it because a lot of times they can't really express what's going on. It's a feeling. They just don't feel right inside the brain. They don't feel right inside their own body. And it's kind of like the comparison, like we talk about people getting not being able to get out of their own way or um, you know, how do you explain you know, the feelings of excitement on something. I mean, we use the term butterflies, but it's still kind of hard to really, uh, really share, you know, what that feeling is. So imagine that it's the worst feeling that we can't even really relate to because our mind isn't there. Uh, that is why a lot of people, when they talk about a serial person, killer, um, that goes on these rampages, a lot of times you'll hear, especially on social media, because we know that you know everyone on social media is a Monday quarterback after the fact. We know that. And they frequently, you'll frequently hear people chiming in, well, why didn't they just ask for help? Or I can't imagine even the most horrific crime, whether it's a shooting, whether it's taking the lives of children in a very uh, deplorable, unhumane way. We can't go there. And the reason why we can't go there is because it's so evil, it's so out of touch for us because our mind doesn't operate that way. And that's a cue to tell you, if I can't go there, I can't really obviously imagine being in that person's shoes because I can't understand why you know, a, a, a young mom would take the life of her own child, you know, being that she's in this postpartum depression or whatever type of depression she's in. We can't go there because it's such a dark, scary place that most mindsets can't go there. It only goes there where you're already in that deep mode of depression, uh, stress, anxiety, all those things, combination, combination of uh, many other outside force to include your diet, to include uh, social media, to include you know maybe a traumatic experience. So we, we can't even go there. So I love the fact that that's the line that they use because they say that's the most frequent three words when you're dealing with someone that suffers from deep depression, just simply ask them. And even if you think they are, you're not really sure are, and you know, a lot of times I love the idea of touch, you know, you know grabbing that person's hand and, and, and holding it and say, are you okay? And looking them at the eye because they're gonna get a sense of feeling 
you know, that you care, but you're also, it's also going to be a telltale sign of how numb they really are. Because in this case, obviously it resonated with the person that they were willing to open up. Mm-hmm. And even though it was a, a frightening experience for those to witness, it gives you a good, good indication that this person really didn't know how to get out of their own way to ask for help. But as soon as someone really cared enough to ask if they're okay, the door was open, the window was open ajar enough for them to kind of connect and say, yeah, I'm not, like, you know, maybe I can't explain it. You know, I, I don't feel good. I don't feel right. I'm having evil thoughts or, you know, I, I, I'm so sad. Uh, you know, I, I feel you know, worthless, you know, whatever comes out of their mouths. So, you know, I think as a nation, as a country, as a community, as families, I mean, I think there's every family can relate to somebody that's suffering. Mm -hmm. And when you think of those that suffer from, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of the right word, like, you know, from addictions, alcoholism, drug addicts, depression, uh, you know, anger issues, anxiety, these things are all still some stem from depression. Uh, most addicts will, will once they kind of get out of that and hopefully they're on a healthier path, will recognize that the, the addiction to use was really to numb the sadness, numb the pain. I can control it because I'm going to self-medicate. Instead of seeking help, I'm just going to self-medicate because I don't want anyone to know that I, I feel this bad. I don't want anyone to know that I feel this sad. So I think most, most uh, personalities, most, most people that you encounter that have these types of issues, anger, violence, bad, it all stems from they're not okay. And what are we going to do about it to make people aware and not afraid to ask the question, are you okay? And, you know, of course, we we just want to reiterate here, we are not mental health counselors, we are not um, medical professionals, we are not licensed. These are our own observations on what we've seen. Um, But I I do want to share something which I think is really important to share. Help is always available. In fact, um, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline 988, you can dial that from your phone or you can, of course, um, send a text message. Um, and there is an official website with that. So <laughs> if someone out there um, can hear our voice, you know, know that there is help out there, whether you choose to do it by phone or by chat. Um, we, we know that it's easy to say, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, but if you want to reach out, there is help available on 20, you know, 24 hours a day, of course. Right. And with that, for some, that's not even enough. And we know that. So if you feel you have a loved one that's really hurting and you can't get them an appointment, because I think part, that's part of the issue. It's great that we have these hotlines and they're available 24-7. And they, for a lot of people, are a, a, a lifeline and they're a godsend to help them through that hump. But there's other people that that's just not enough. And they've been waiting to get an appointment. And there's not enough doc- doctors out there. And, you know, oh, I can get you in and, you know, four months from now. Well, what good is that going to do me from now to the next four months? So we all also would like to encourage all of you, 
If you are in danger or you feel a loved one's in danger and you're having that conversation, don't think twice about taking them to the ER. Um, take them to a safe place. The fastest way uh, that they're going to get seek help uh, is through a hospital. If you have no, like that's a last minute resort, resort. If you can't get a doctor's appointment or if you feel like, okay, I'm reaching out to this 24 hour hotline um, and it's, it's giving me some great direction, but think about it this way. Anyone in the right frame of mind can all uh, raise their hand and attest to the fact of how frustrating it is to get appointments. You're on hold for, uh, you know, what language are you, you know, are you actually speaking to someone in the United States? Then, then you're on hold and sometimes being on hold enough is enough to stress even the best mindset people out, you know, on hold for 30 minutes, 60 minutes. Oh yeah, we don't have anybody that can, can see you. Um, yeah, and, and, the, and the first thing they will say to you uh, through their recording is if you feel you're in danger, or you're in a life-threatening situation, you dial, you know, 911. So don't think that you cannot use that as an alternative if you can't get help and you are in dire strait of help. Like if you are a person that's on medication and all of a sudden you can't get your medication filled, we already know that being on certain medications, you're not supposed to stop abruptly uh, because they also can add to the confusion of, of someone that suffers. So they're, they're, you know, let it, you know, for 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 those that may be the right avenue for them if they're in that immediate danger, don't feel bad about it. Do it. You know, if you've got a loved one that you feel is just, you know, may not make it through the day, or really it's pretty evident that they're having a struggle that you can't kind of talk them off the cliff from enough to get them help, or even with the the you know the hotline calls, do not think twice about taking them to the emergency room. The, the saying better better be safe than sorry uh, does not even cut it when you're dealing with somebody in depression. That That is so true. Um, well, Wellness Wednesday, of course, and I <clears throat> just want to recognize somebody um, that was near, that is still near and dear to my heart. I think of him often. And 40 years ago today, um, I held this little bundle in my arms and I thought oh my god he looks like a little pea you know like pea in a pod and then I came up with sweet pea so um he's still my sweet pea happy happy 40th birthday Michael John love you to pieces and you will always be my sweet pea oh yeah I still call him Mickey Doodle and he cracks up uh he used to love love love, love Mickey Mouse and um just kind of fit with him you know Mickey Doodle and I, I called him that I don't call it to him all the time because let's face it, he's now he's 40 and he may not want to be called Mickey Doodle. <laughs> but I but I still do. And uh, we are wishing him uh, a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, it's got great things happening today. So he's pretty excited. Uh, and we're actually going to be able to see him uh, in, in about a week and a half or so. He's flying in. So we're super excited to celebrate uh, this great milestone with him. And uh, I also posted on my website, he is for his birthday wish, and I absolutely love that he's doing this, is raising funds for awareness of addiction. Uh, I do have the link on my page. Uh, you wanna donate $5, donate $5. You wanna donate 10, whatever the amount is, uh, any little bit will help 
to go uh, to to help run uh, raise funds for this, you know, ever ever endless uh, you know need of help with addiction. You know, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, they need help. And a lot of times, uh, the medical industry, as far as maybe their medical coverage, doesn't always cover what they need. Um, sometimes they need housing. Sometimes they need hospitalization. Sometimes they need, you know, month programs. So anything that you can do to help, uh, he greatly appreciates it. He is not on social media as much as he used to be, but, you know, it was something that he wanted to take part in. Uh, and he understands the value of that as well as uh, so many people do. So uh, please consider donating. It is a public post and it is on my personal page. So we would love for you to do that. And that's a great way to uh, push forward Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Uh, he is blessed that that's on his birthday uh, and that he can participate in that. But what is, we talk about Wealth Wellness Wednesday all the time. Uh, it is one of the favorite days of our week, although pretty much all of our days are favorite with the themes that we have because they all have an end goal. Uh, well, it's an infinite goal, but to get to uh, that health and wellness mindset and helping other people. How you do that? Well, we talk about that our thoughts, we know our thoughts, uh, everything we think of, we average 12,000 to 6,000 thoughts a day. And believe it or not, 80% of them are negative. We wanna change that around. How you can do that is put positive thoughts into the universe, change the direction of your day. And it begins by helping other people, putting it out there. Uh, an unsuspecting person, not someone that you necessarily know, but an unsuspecting person that will benefit from maybe changing the direction of their day by a monetary exchange that they don't even know about. So you can do that through uh, you know, the gas station, grocery stores, any store. Uh, sometimes I like to put it in diaper bags, um, you know, pet food, you know, we know a lot of pet lovers out there, uh, you know, help the different, you know what, you got somebody behind you in line, it, you know, you're at your, your favorite coffee shop, buy them a cup of coffee, just pay it for it. It's about putting it out there that the more money you have, the more that you can impact people in a positive way and change their day, they're going to remember that they're going to feel good and they're going to pay it forward. So it's that health wellness Wednesday train of gratitude, grateful heart and paying it forward to others. Wow. So I think we need to come up with a question of the day then kind of based on that. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, did I come up with the last question? So I think I'll put it no, on. I, I did yesterday's. Oh, you did. Yes, that's right. You did yesterday's. I wasn't on. Let's see. All right. I've got to think of one question of the day. Hmm. What store would be the store you are, you would most apt to pay it forward. So what is your favorite store? What we, okay, so I gotta shorten that up a little bit, right? Uh, what is your favorite store to pay it forward? Favorite store to pay it forward. And I'm just going well, to- I mean, no, that, you know, you could be, you know, at a Dunkin' Donuts, I consider that, you know, a store, they're selling coffee. So if it's, it's Dunkin' Donuts, if it's Starbucks, is it Wally World, Publix? you know, uh, stop and shop, you know, Wal Walmart, Kmart, Target, you know, whatever it may be, um, your favorite store that you would be more apt to pay it forward in. Uh, and a lot of people have never thought of that. So we're gonna give you a chance to put your thinking cap on to really think about that. 
Right, exactly. And again, happy, happy birthday to my sweet pea. I can call you sweet pea till you're 50. Well, there, there's no limit on it was what I was trying to say. But anyway, yeah, I got it. it's been amazing Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And remember, <clears throat> you can make a difference in somebody's day. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. And I'm with two Sisters, and this is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, Miss, uh, wishing our son a very, very happy, blessed birthday. Uh, pay it forward with gratitude, a grateful heart. And when you do that, when you put that out in the universe, you will be surprised how much uh, it will not only change someone else's life, but change yours as well. We will see you tomorrow for Trending Thursday. Lots of stuff trending already, I see. So we'll be chatting about that. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.